0: suspects, Kyler Staley, Zach Tyler, Dominic Neely. Gentlemen, are we alive and well after New Year's Eve? Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Are we discussing our Slack channel during the evening? (laughs) (laughs) Which which is to say that Kyler and I have things to hide.
1: (laughs) My son kept me up later than I would have been up, so. Really? Nothing crazy going on here. He went to bed at like 11.15, I think. So you would have been in bed
0: sooner than that if he wouldn't have kept you up? Oh, yeah. Really?
1: I might not have well, not not been asleep. Oh, yeah. I mean, what else am I going to do? <laughs> Word.
0: I don't know. My friends all have kids. They, they, they managed to get out and get after it last night. Not I. Yeah. Tyler... Kyler posting his inventory and me posting my pictures. I we had a good time last night.
2: <laughs> Where were you last night? Kyler? Uh <clears throat> I was at uh West Fork Whiskey. Uh, oh, that, in Westfield.
0: That's right. You were up. Yeah, that's right. You had said that. Is that a good spot? Oh it, <clears throat> excuse me. It's uh it's a great spot. I uh they have a food menu? I mean that's yeah. Yeah. Do they? Okay. I mean, it's like a normal restaurant. Like this stuff down on Mass Ave and stuff like that in Indianapolis that is just like they have like finger foods attached to bars. I, that stuff doesn't interest me. I'm not really in it to just drink.
2: <laughs> yeah, they, they got um, they got finger foods. Let's see. What did I? I, I had a bunch of shrimp last night. Um, oh, oh, big big shrimp guy. You don't like shrimp, uh. Zach. You don't like shrimp, shrimp or you...
3: shrimp and mixed drinks just do not sound good to me. Um, <laughs> well,
2: I don't know. They had some <laughs> buffalo uh like a, they had like a buffalo noodle type of like thing that was really good. Uh pulled pork. Um, you hear that you hear stress. that
0: St. Elmo's shrimp and alcohol don't go together. Zach uh. does not approve. <laughs> Zach does not approve of
2: the St. Elmo's <laughs> Change experience. your brand, St. Elmo's experience. <laughs> What's worked in the past is not gonna work yeah. in the future.
3: That's right. <laughs>
2: yeah, Zach, don't go to
0: don't go to Indie Indianapolis steakhouse because they all try to act like St. Elmo's. So
3: <laughs> Steak is fine, not shrimp. Uh, not, yeah. not too much. Not too much shrimp. I can eat shrimp, but not, not too much.
0: Shrimp <laughs> is the least fishy of the of the Yes, seafood. that I mean, is true. That yeah, is true.
3: shrimp is I like some bang bang shrimp. It's... No, don't get me wrong, but
0: I mean, shrimp's the one thing I can eat cold. Obviously, it's still got to be cooked, but... Oh, yeah. And I didn't used to do that. Um. Recruiting update. We, we, we're all kind of tired, right? So, but... So this, <laughs> this, this may be a low-energy pod. I don't know. Um. Two recruiting updates. Ref Stevenson, senior center at... Uh, Hamilton Southeastern picked up an offer from IU South Bend and instantly three junior colleges tw- texted me about him, wanting to know <laughs> if he could play there. And I was like, sure. Um, same thing with Jake Cherry getting an offer from uh, in Iowa Wesleyan uh-huh. and then some conversations circling around him uh, with um, – yeah, you know, there's there's kids that are available that aren't normally available. So the question is is do they want to get re recruited? Do they want to go through a different route that, that like I know Jake's grades are he doesn't need a junior college academically? Um but you know, that might be a valuable route for kids like that. You know, to go in and get re recruited and um but I don't know anything about Iowa Westland, but you know indiana east the offer he picked up cherry picked up last week that's a good i mean that's a good spot you know that's again we're blessed here in indiana with very very good nai program so it's 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 a this 2023 class is the truly the first class that that they had covid they had transfer portal and uh and now they got the NIL stuff they had to deal with. So all these, a lot of these kids are switching schools just because they get more money somewhere else. I don't, it's been a bizarre, been a bizarre experience from from, from a recruiting perspective. This class of twenty twenty three. How many games did you see this week, Zach? Like in person? Five. Five. That's not. It's not a bad week.
1: Not a bad week. No.
0: Dominique, how many did you go see in person?
1: I had two this week, had some distractions at the end of the week that didn't allow me to get.
0: Just two, yeah.
1: Yeah, two of them.
0: And I'm the first to admit I don't have I, mean, I don't have, I don't have kids. I mean, I it's not that I have to admit anything. I don't have kids. I have nothing that keeps me at home. Kyler, how many did you get to?
2: I think three in three. person. Watched a bunch of streams. Jeez.
0: That's all yeah. So I'm the outlier. <laughs>
1: Did you see Jim about twelve or twelve 18. And a half, a couple of
3: half games? Eighteen. Couple
1: half Eight. games. Yeah, a no. Couple of, oh, half yeah. games. I, left, I game? left
3: Cathedral Warren at the
1: end of regulation. <laughs>
3: I don't know if that counts as a game then.
1: That counts as a game. I'm <laughs> not sure you can count that one game, Jim. That uh Oh the was game that, that, the... The Indy Metro and Indy Metro. So I saw seventeen and a half games. There we go. <laughs> that's
2: still a pretty good week. <laughs> not bad, yeah. Yeah, was
0: good as 18, but. I can't. Uh, you couldn't have pieced a couple of those. You, you couldn't have planned a couple of those days any better than how it played out as far as timing. Now, they weren't all great games. Uh, but but a lot of them, there are a lot of good games. What I did uh, Saturday or Friday was really fun. Hall of Fame in the morning and then Kokomo at night. That was some good basketball. I uh, was not expecting Cannon Catchings to go completely off on Kokomo. Yeah,
3: he made a couple nice. of
0: nice, huh? Zach, that was
3: pretty. That was pretty nice.
0: I mean, he made a couple of nice moves in the first quarter. we were like, okay, cool. And I tweeted it. That's when I. That's when I pulled my laptop out, Zach. I was like, I right, well, I kind of want to say something because you're starting to maybe see see some things in him that we hadn't seen yet in terms of shot making. And Brownsburg took full advantage of Badunga not coming out and guarding beyond the free throw line. They they took full advantage of it. He was on skates the whole game. He had to guard. <laughs> the, what's the name of that movie this year? Everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> That was what he had to do defensively against against Brownsburg because uh Lynch, Coach Lynch, used the guy he was guarding as as the facilitator. And everything was dribble handoffs and ball screens and Brownsburg had no problems getting downhill. Um and I'm not I don't wanna to jump too much on on Zach's stuff we that we do later, but um, I I thought their game plan was brilliant. Nobody nobody contested. Nobody went at Badunga except Catchings and Diallo. Everybody else dribbled at him, and and then found somebody. And I I think it was on purpose. I, in fact,
3: well, Porth, Porth had that one scoop wrap. right. He took it to his chest and scooped it up over him.
0: Is that the is that the one that got blocked or is that did he No,
3: that's the one he, he kissed off the glass nice. So
0: he got that one, okay.
3: A little scoop. Yeah, but other than that, you're right.
0: I mean, there was one shot that went up that Badunga, if he wanted to have, could have sent it to the roof of the of the gym. <laughs> it was but but so here's the thing. You know, all these games we've seen, I've just seen Kokomo play three or four times right now. And And I know that coaches want kids to challenge or players to challenge bigs. You go into their chest, you know, you use the rim to protect yourself, but you also have to be able to finish somewhat on balance and somewhat in control. And there's a lot of bad finishers in high school. I think, you know, we've seen a lot of bad finishing efforts. Kids that certainly have the footwork to get to a shot, but then don't have the body control to finish it. Um, which is why I tweeted about, I kind of put out a tweet earlier in the week. I didn't I tried hard not to make it about it wasn't about the game I was watching. I tried to get enough distance from a couple of really bad instances that I saw this week um, of just kids getting the basket and basically just throwing it up, hoping either hoping it would go in or hoping to get a foul. And those are no no different than turnovers. Those are live ball turnovers. and Kokomo thrives on live ball, Turnovers, i.e., Badunga blocks or, or Badunga shot alterations leading the transition. And Brownsburg didn't give him any of it. They had eight turnovers. And I mean, did how many blocks do we think he had, Zach?
3: Oh, man. Did you I, track him? I did not track him. I, I Only probably three or four, wouldn't you say?
0: I mean, it wasn't one of his bigger.
3: Right. Hell, I just remember the one. I mean, I could be. I mean, I'm probably wrong. And that's why I'm spitballing the three or four because guys were not going in there and just throwing stuff up to throw stuff up. They were right. Consciously not attacking the rim completely and right. backing it back out. So
1: getting into the Ooh, paint uh, and fighting. who guarded catchings?
3: Nobody.
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, um, hard Hardman did, but he got in foul trouble. Yeah. But that was the thing, though, because they'd go under the screen and he hit a three. Basically, Latimer and um, Caden English, sophomore. Yeah, keep in mind the guy Latimer started, which he hadn't he hasn't done a lot of this year. I'm not sure I've seen a game where he has started. But he started this game because one of the Po Rast, the the kicker, Spencer, was at a kicking camp. So he missed. He had to have missed both days because they were coming back from Atlanta while this game was going on. I was tweeting his dad or texting, uh, DMing his dad, kind of updates. Since Zach was tweeting about the game, I just kind of focused on what I was, what was going through my mind there about Catchings. If Catchings hadn't have gone off like that, I would just would have sat there and watched the game and, and maybe tweeted something about, you know, occasional play. But, but the the Badunga versus Catchings from a prospect perspective was. I mean, we might need to rethink some of that. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I had Catchings in my top, what five or four, but I had him. I mean, then we may need, to, I may need to revisit some of that at some point. Um, <clears throat> trying to see if they have the Kokomo game posted in there yet. Yeah, looks like they do. Let me check here something real quick. Box. Um, yeah, that
3: was that. That was in front of the IU assistant, right? Too Kenya. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they got hor- to be He'd be horrified watching a Purdue commit go off completely. Go <laughs> off. Um, I don't know if Kokomo stuff is in here yet. No, it's not. It's not. Brownsburg stuff is. Yeah, Brownsburg's
3: in the Max Preps.
0: And Kokomo post all. Kokomo has ten games posted, so it'll be in there soon. Just not where i want recording. So, so that's kind of bad timing. But I don't. Yeah, I don't remember it being one of his bigger block games. Probably completely wrong. He probably had two or three others we missed and if they if they did they didn't lead anything but that's the, their strategy you know, whether intended
3: I have the box score from the stat crew right here. They okay, have, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They have him down for two.
0: Yeah. I mean it was it's probably the way to go. Now obviously Peck and Paul can alter how he uses Badunga, and in, and then of course he did have him come out and finally challenge a handoff and they came off of it and found catchings for a back cut and he had a dunk. So, you know, they were, Brownsburg was completely prepared for, which is, you know, considering you really don't know who you're going to play until what time those morning games, it's a one o'clock, one 30. Um, Just, just really impressive um, at how they, how they went through that.
3: Three three turnovers, zero assists for Flory also. Well. Literally everything he had was a dunk like we talked about.
0: Yeah, everything. All of his catches were lobs. And their their guards missed him a lot. Yeah. Their guards missed him a lot. I don't. There's some things they could do with him. I mean, he was in one of two places the entire time on offense. He was either – he was ball screening or at the rim. There was no variance. There, there, are, there are some ways they could get creative with that without really changing what they do. Um, would, would probably give him some more touches and give him some more um, – be a good way to get him touches in different parts of the floor, make him a little bit harder to guard. Because Brownsburg did a great job. Zionsville's done a great job. Um, I don't think he had an easy an easy game against Carmel.
1: Um and the Zionsville game, he may have been a little banged up. I think they the Westfield out. game, the first game of the year, I think he had like two well, two can, or four points at halftime. At, at halftime, yeah. I was at that game. And then, great. That's yeah. a good that's
0: a good reminder reminder. Yeah, thanks. Because I tweeted that.
1: Um, they, did he end with like 16 maybe or something like that? He did have or... a good second half, but all everything yeah. was right at the basket. Yeah.
2: Did he still have his uh, finger taped up for that yeah. Brownsburg game? Yes. Yeah. The, the funny thing was, was it... can't
0: remember. Oh, no, that was the Ben Davis. The Ben Davis pin game at, at Newcastle. They're mm-hmm. trying to figure out who was bleeding. Meanwhile... Uh, Doughty was quietly getting taped up over on the bench. <laughs> get his finger. pretty sure it was his finger that was bleeding. <laughs> but they were trying to figure it out. Um, I think Gatante but, had to change jerseys or or get something yeah, off.
1: I think he had a different jersey on. They were talking about it on the broadcast where you can't no longer change right there on the bench. You have to go out like into the locker room or the hallway. It's like a rule now or something like that. Well, that would be an idiotic rule. <laughs> Is that,
2: that, yeah, I I heard that.
1: That's that, it was on the broadcast that we were talking about. Like, you can't change yeah. on the bench; you have to go to the hallway or out of the gym, basically. Yeah, so I, I think
0: we're. I think we've long since overblown the blood issue, but I mean, it, you have to really. I mean, it's got to be damn near perfect to to catch anything like that. But I, I, I'm not a doctor, so. It's not my doctor tells me, and he he works. He used to work for IU football and 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 Team USA. So he was. I mean, I, his point is he was around sports. So he's not just my family doctor. He's a guy that used to do a lot of sports stuff at a at a pretty high level. Um, yeah, the the, the Kokomo Zionsville game, Badunga, Yeah, he had to leave. He had to go down to the locker room, and he came back out with the same number on. So I don't know if they got the blood out or had a separate an extra jersey or, or what, what they did, but he was back there a long time. He was back there so long. Peckinpah was yelling at his assistants to figure out what the hell was going on. Um, We catching. You guys caught that barstool stuff. We talked a little bit about it before, so I'm just sort of setting it up. We talked a little bit about this before we hit record. The bar stools, uh, all these schools now have their own little bar stool Mm. accounts on Twitter. And I, Coach Hart at Linton, if you follow this, if you listen to this podcast, you probably read high school basketball Twitter, so you probably know he got picked up. Republican talks on the thirtieth the evening of the thirtieth. Um and it, you know, the Barstool sports in southwest Indiana have gone overboard on exploiting that situation to the point where they are um trying to intimidate people, trying to there are lots of profanity, uh lots of mm-hmm. Language among teenagers, I don't know, we probably all spoke like that as teenagers, but we didn't do it on Twitter, but some of it would now be called sexual assault, sexual harassment. Um, there has been the, the wife, I mean, it, it's it's gotten pretty ugly. Um, and this is the kind of stuff that gets kids in trouble, and of course... You know, I don't do these schools know who these kids are? I don't
1: I I don't think even some of a lot of the kids know who who it is. I know my niece is in the Fort Wayne community system and they have a bar stool for their school and she doesn't even know who it is. Yeah. Was was there an account (laughs) was the account made just for the heart situation? Is that what I saw or no? I didn't dig that deeply into it. I know the last
0: um, I went through and read some of their tweets, but it only goes back to about the last two days.
1: So that's what I was saying: is, is it just made just for this situation, or I no, doubt I it. Couldn't... No, I doubt it. Okay. I, yeah. I didn't gather that.
0: I mean, all the. I mean, I would imagine all these schools have a Barstool account, you know. And the, oh, yeah. and, the, and I, I, my experience has been, and you guys can relay your experience. This is what I wanted to talk about, and not get too deep into it before we hit record my experience i the most ones i've seen are in your neck of the woods dominique yeah,
1: yeah and they've been
0: they've been good right they've been kind of yeah, fun I, and i mean sure they poke fun at a couple of situations but right but it's mostly about the sport it's mostly about rivalry
1: yeah i would um, agree yeah i
0: i can tell you i think carmel has one but i don't know that i've ever seen it which means no offense to the kids that run it. Nobody takes it seriously up there in your neck and up there in the Fort Wayne area, the Northeast part of the state, it's, there's some good back and forth there and it's kind of funny.
1: Yeah. I've seen a lot of that.
0: It reminds me of the stuff that go, is going, it goes on every now and then between fast food chains.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, where are and Chick-fil-A and McDonald's, all those, whoever their social media managers or, in, or, or in, you know, NFL slash, you know, NFL and NBA have done some of that too. Kind of some one up, one upmanship. Kind of some fun.
1: Yeah, I don't think anything's wrong with that stuff. That's kind of funny no. to see, or entertainment. But I, I haven't seen a lot of this heart stuff yet. I'll probably look at it now that you said something. But yeah, sounds like it's check probably out too much.
0: Yeah, you need to check out Baumgart's. Yeah, Nick
1: Baumgart's feed yeah. Twitter because he's got, he's got some
0: snaps. he has got some aggregated pictures of of sample tweets. And they're still there. It's the the Sullivan barstool. Uh, that that's some that's some bad stuff there. That's kids out or somebody whoever runs it. I guess I don't know that it's kids, right?
2: Yeah. do like, you
0: don't know, it's but not, it's, it's more than likely it's kids. It's,
2: it has to be. It's somebody usually this.
0: Somebody a thing. that's, somebody that's so. relatively young.
2: Yeah, it's usually a thing where it gets passed down from like senior to senior every year. So you know, somebody else, you know, even like IU, like the college accounts, mm-hmm. you know, that's normally a senior thing. Yeah. There was a Butler one.
0: It wasn't Barstool. I can't, I fake Brad Stevens. I'm not going to out the guy. I know the, the main guy who ran it. But there was three of them that ran it. And he would, anytime something controversial would come out of it, he would be like, well, it's not me. You know, there's three of us that run. I'm like, well, fool, you're the one that did it. This is your baby. So you're responsible. And I do want to, I do think he came out at the end when he shut it down. Because it was, it was well after Brad had even left Butler. He was using it. It was, I shouldn't say he. It was being used to criticize coaches at Butler. And it was becoming more and more, it was becoming a little nastier as time went on. And I don't, you know, high school coaches don't get paid enough to be considered public figures. I don't think, I mean, they might be among the more visible people in the community, but, but especially in small, small towns, uh, but I mean, Joey screwed up. Um, I don't know what the details of the case, you know, the details of his situation are. I'm, I, don't, I don't know. Um, he wouldn't be the first high school coach that, that walked home drunk from a bar. He wouldn't be the first high school coach that walked drunk home drunk from a bar this week. <laughs> I can specifically tell you that. Um, You know, it's, but, but some of this barstool stuff is, I don't know, they just, it turned turned a little bit of a corner in that situation and and other schools have kind of hopped on. Now, not, not to the extent of the Sullivan one, you know, and, and then their profile, they talk about it not being account of, you know, not being affiliated with Sullivan high school, but. Kinda is, isn't it? A little bit. I mean, Dominique, if you got when your dad was a high school head, you know, high school coach. If if they went after your dad like they were going after Joe, now you know again, Joey made a mistake, but sometimes these dudes are going after him saying bad things about their coaching.
1: You'd want to know who did it, wouldn't you? (laughs) Who was doing it? Yeah, I guess it would depend. Like, if it got personal, like it sounds like some of this stuff has. Like I said, I haven't seen it, but it's gotten personal. Then yeah. But if they're just commenting on coaching and stuff like that, I don't think I would have. That's you know they can say whatever they want to say about that. It's nothing. It has gotten personal. Yeah, so I I would definitely obviously have an issue with that. But anything coaching wise, their opinion, I wouldn't really care what they thought. Borderline hateful. Yeah, that's not good.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at the Sullivan Barstool account right now. It's That's some bad stuff, even for a teenager. Yeah,
0: the stuff that Jared Chambers' wife, too, who I believe, is she the girls' coach? I don't know that we would, any of us would know that. And I just know Jared. I mean, I know I'm, Joey's a friend. And and the woman they're taking off on, the woman they're going after, who I'm sure at some point responded to something, because She's on the girls' side at Linton. Uh, her husband is a, a friend of mine. Her father-in-law is a friend of mine. Probably her father-in-law is a friend of mine more than her husband. Her husband just played at a time when I coached in the area. Um, but, yeah, it's 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 not good. I don't know what schools can do about it, though. I, I don't, other than take steps to get that account blocked or those tweets pulled or which can be done. I mean, it's, there's been yeah, there's every now and then there's some nasty stuff thrown in my direction. Uh, Only once I've ever felt the need to report something and it got pulled. The the account was blocked. Uh, The account was suspended until the content was pulled. And um, and it had nothing to do with basketball. It was more to do with local elections here, school board stuff that, that I was involved in and will, will continue to be involved in. Much to the dismay of, you know, losing a follower every now and then happens. All right, games, fun stuff.
3: <laughs> Back at it.
0: <clears throat> Back at it. Zach. Top games, top teams, top players. What was your top game of the week?
3: Top game, going back to what we just talked about a little bit ago, I think I'm going to stick with Kokomo and Brownsburg, just yep. how Brownsburg I, – I mean, I, I know it was a cannon-catching show, but – cannon-catching, sorry. But, I mean, the rest of that team had to do a lot of work too. So, that was uh, they still won by, what, was it 20? I can't remember now. Me plus, yeah. 73-51. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, just the work they did against Kokomo, the game plan, how hard those kids played, uh, That <clears throat> both sides, I guess. Uh, Brownsburg was able to take Kokomo out of what they wanted to do a lot of the time, like we talked about. Nobody else stepped up for Kokomo. Um, it, that, that was just the best game all around that I saw this week of the five.
0: Dominique, what games
1: what was your best game this week? I was going to go with the uh, Mishawaka Marion and Fishers game that went to overtime. Mishawaka Marion won by three. Um, it was a kind of really a battle of those two stars. I mean, Mishawaka Marion, Deglan Sullivan had 29, and no one else was in double figures. And Jalen Harrison had 26 for Fishers, and then Taden Metzger hit four threes. Had 12 and then no one else was in double figure. So it's kind of the battle of the two stars, and Sullivan was just really good, just got to the rim whenever he wanted. Um, I think Marion's zone really slowed Fishers down. Yeah. Um, but then Darion Thornton was was big in overtime. He hit a three right away to put him up by three, and then he got a big rebound after Mishawaka Marion was up one. He got a rebound off a miss from Fishers and got fouled with like two point five seconds left or something like that uh, for a one and one or it might have been double bonus, but he hit both of them to put him up three. And then Harrelson, they tried to throw one deep to Harrelson. It got fumbled around and he finally picked it up at half court and missed the half court shot to tie it. But but yeah, it was a uh, it was an entertaining game for sure. How was player. Sullivan how are they getting Sullivan's shots? I mean he was getting all to the rim. I mean they <clears throat> they put Harrelson on him in the fourth. Um but they would just kind of set a lot of ball screens trying to get him switched mm-hmm. off or get him caught up. And uh he would kept getting to the rim. He might have hit one outside shot, but everything else was at the rim, um, left hand, right hand, pretty tough finishes too. Hmm. Yeah, they've not been
0: as good defensively as what they could be. Cause I mean, you know, Garrett Weiniger's I mean, they've they've been a very good defensive team under his when he was there, and they were they were a good defensive team with Matt Moore too. But Matt would the game was a little slower when Matt was coaching there. I say Weiniger I mean, came from style Warren, didn't he?
1: Huh? Did he? come from Warren Central, Weiniger. Weiniger did, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's right. Um, they, they under Moore when Moore was there, they were they just play a little bit of a slower tempo. Weiniger wants to be fast is they're faster. Of course, you know, he's this is his second year with Harrelson, so why not be fast, right?
1: <clears throat> but did John Anthony Hall play? Yeah, he played. He started on Sullivan, but he didn't uh do a ton uh offensively wasn't an, or wasn't an wasn't answer a, for it. No. I thought because I, I I thought that was definitely who they were they were gonna put on him, start the game. And I thought he'd do a pretty good job, but I don't think he was just terrible it's just Solon was hitting the shots and getting to his spots. Man. Yeah. Tyler, what was your top
2: game? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um I think I'm going to go with Garen Catholic versus Warren Central uh first mm-hmm. round the Kokomo. Um watched that game um on the stream, but uh it was it was a good, good defensive sluggish game. Um they uh Garen Catholic did a really good job of shutting down Jalen Hooks. I think he <clears throat> Excuse me, but I, <clears throat> I think he, uh, I think he only ended up with like three, five points maybe. Um, he was really, uh, he really struggling to finish around the rim, and I think most of that came from just Garren Catholic just being aggressive with him. Um, Ward Central ended up winning forty-one to forty. Um, they kind of extended the lead in the fourth quarter by like twelve, I think. Um, but Garren Catholic really fought back, and Ward Central just made a play at the end of the game that kind of just you know ice that game. So. Um, really fun game um, overall so both teams I think are a little underrated right now um, especially I, I think Garrett Catholic I think they're just tough and I think high, highly of them um, they're, they're going to be a
0: threat in 3A there's, yeah. there's no, no question about it they're going to be a threat in 3A alright so if anybody at Warren listens to this podcast or is or Jalen does or if, or if they're tight with Jalen he needs new shoes get new shoes he needs new shoes <laughs> Or different you notice that <laughs> there he,
3: he was he's sliding all the
0: everywhere he he slid in their game against um Center Grove the the game against Cathedral he fell down a couple times not being able to stop clean or not being able to take off clean he needs new shoes I don't have any problem with the shoes he's wearing other than the fact that he's sliding around I mean I'm not trying to make <laughs> he just needs new shoes. I mean, the poor kid right now, he, well, my game of the week is Warren versus cathedral. Even though I left at the end of regulation, <laughs> the, 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 the pace at which that game was played, the, the amount of pressure both teams put on each other uh, was, was, it's fun to watch. I mean, I don't know that Warren does a whole lot offensively. Um, there's a lot of just space and dribble stuff. And, and and if they can't turn defense into offense, I think they struggle to score. I mean, how often did they turn Garen Catholic over? Kyler.
2: Um, I'm talking about live ball turnovers. Not a whole lot, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't want, to, I don't want to remember. Now,
0: if if I remember their schedule correctly, they played four games in three days.
2: Go on Central?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna double check that. So that that could be some of it. They were they were way more engaged, perhaps understandably so. Although I don't think you can use that as an excuse. They 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 were way more engaged in the cathedral game. They played four games in five days they had a game off they had a day off in between the cathedral game and the the kokomo tournament that's still Oof. a lot of basketball yes i mean that is effectively the, the same as having an like a a 16 team sectional where you have to play you know where that's used to be they were called super sectionals back hell before i was probably born they would have indianapolis would have a 16 team sectional and, you know, you'd play four games in a week. This is effectively them doing the the, the county tournament. Where at the end of the week, those guys are dragging because they're playing four games in five days. Because they're playing Tuesday, Wednesday, they get Thursday off, and they play Friday, Saturday. So I'm sure by the end of the week, Coach Davis was beating a dead horse. But they didn't really impact Center Grove defensively. And, and you don't think they impacted Garen defensively other than obviously both were relatively low-scoring games. But the Cathedral game, they were just flying all over the place. And I'm sure they probably take Cathedral a little more seriously than <laughs> other teams, maybe. Uh, but... but um,
3: Weren't they missing somebody too?
0: Well, the game so, we saw, yeah, because they got ejected.
3: That's right, that's right. The kid got ejected in the game before the Center Grove game.
0: Now Snodgrass was on the Brandon Snodgrass was on the bench in street clothes, or not in uniform. He was wearing a sweatsuit. and and then Devin Holman was or Devin Holman wasn't there on the bench at all. So I'm assuming he's the one that got ejected, and and sure that would impact him. But as we're going to find out later, they've got other guys in that team that who really, really guard. And I didn't see the same intensity level in the Center Grove game that I did the Cathedral game. And you know, again, that could be fourth game in five days. That could be why.
1: Is Javon Guest playing?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he, didn't he start
1: for them last year. Okay, he did. He started this game too. I okay, against against Center Grove. He might have been hurt then earlier in the year or something. Yeah, he didn't play in the in the Tech game yeah
3: okay he had four points against center Grove
0: and I anticipated Brownsburg beating him I don't know if it was an easy game or 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 it was a 50 it was a 15 point spread someone had said they saw Brownsburg play them and that they weren't impressed with the catchings at all I'm like okay well Sure. I don't want to go too far off the back into the catchings thing again because he's going to probably come up later with Zach. But
3: yeah, but well, they just, just these were... staying with that against Warren, he was four for eighteen against Warren.
1: Catchings was Catch, okay. catching's was yeah yeah. It's, it seems like just consistency with him, right? I mean Ben Davis, then they kind of they kind of blew out Brownsburg, and I think they kept, did yeah yeah kept catchings. Um, you know, lim- limited catchings or whatever. But, and then like I said, against Kokomo, he we went berserk. So.
0: Well, they they
1: weren't going to lay off
0: the, the, the big man out there like like Kokomo did. I don't know. It's pretty tantalizing to just kind of keep Badunga around the basket. I don't know that I blame it, but I mean, it just, catchings took full advantage of it. I don't, again, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. We've already, I've already broken it down and Zach's probably going to bring it up later, but uh, the, the cathedral game was, it was funny because Jake Davis too is one charge away from breaking the charge record. <laughs> and he took a charge. They called it a block. And the, the fans in the cathedral s- section all stood up, started cheering. They had signs and they, they were ready for the celebration, but they didn't realize that they called a block and Delaney's reaction <laughs> as the, as the celebration continued. He looked up and he's like, "The hell are you people doing? Like, just you know, and they they were they weren't paying attention. They were too busy." I thought it was a charge too for for what it was worth, and then the referee came over and called it a block, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow!" And these guys, but these guys kept cheering for like a good 30, 40, 30 seconds or forty five seconds, and and Delaney was just like trying to calm everybody down. It's like, "Hey, hey <laughs> my my hot takes
1: depth- looking good with him, Jim."
0: that part of the game was not going well for cathedral. So, it, but it also was funny because Delaney went from complaining about the call to almost instantly looking up in the stands and trying to get everybody to
1: just chill. Cause it didn't go the way they thought it would.
0: What would, would you say, Dominique? I'm sorry.
1: I said uh, my hot takes looking good with cathedral. It said that John Tibbs would be their best player this year. It looks like he's averaging 21, leading them in scoring. And, he's playing pretty yeah. well. At twenty-seven, that game I believe against Warren. He's definitely playing pretty well.
0: Um, my game locks are not looking very good, but oh well.
1: No, Oh 0
0: for two for me. but anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. So yeah, that was be my best. That would be my best game of the week. Tibbs was Tibbs was pretty good. Germany got off to a good start, and then kind of, kind of tapered away. Um, Jake Davis couldn't hit anything that game, and that that was a big deal because he got some good looks and just couldn't really get a whole lot to fall. And you know, Cathedral did a really good, or Warren did a really good job of turning defense into offense, and I'm going to get to some of that later. Uh, but uh, he was, um, it was it was a fun game, and I, unfortunately, I had something come up and i i had to leave it i mean it was bad enough that i waited to watch the end of regulation i was <laughs> feeling bad about it but I, I i could not
1: stay beyond that so dominique best team of the week i'm gonna go a different direction and go with munster um oh. i've seen them play homestead they beat homestead by 11 now homestead they ended up winning the tournament homestead tournament and they just kind of laid an egg that first game against Munster. But I was kind of expect- expecting the, you know, Trilly and Brandon Trilly and David Cundiff show. Uh, but Grant Leaper right away, like, kind of took Trilly out of the game. I and mean, He was being super physical with him. Surprising to get a foul called on him. But it kind of just – Trilly just was not – kind of took him out of the game. He didn't like that physicality too much. And I think he only had, like, five, maybe six points um, But I was impressed with um, a couple of guys I didn't, wasn't aware of. Nolan Kinsella, uh, 6'2", junior for for Munster. He had a nice game. Had, had some big – hit some threes that were pretty timely for him. Hit, had two back cuts that really killed uh, Homestead as well. And then another junior, Jermaine Coney, 6'2", junior as well. Had a couple – maybe three threes and – He ended with 13, Kinsella had 13, Cundiff had a good game with 12. Uh, So I was, like I said, I was expecting those Trilly and Cundiff to do well, but I I didn't really know about these other two guys that played really well. So that was my team of the week. And then also Coach Hackett really had a nice plan for Homestead. He just kind of kept them on their toes the whole game. Like I think um, they were playing a zone and Homestead couldn't really figure out. They called timeout. Come back out and monsters in a man now, right? So he just kept them all, off, you know, on their toes the whole game, and and uh, really, really liked his coaching uh, in that in that game against Homestead. So,
0: I'm I'm on the front of the bus of the uh, Coach Hackett bandwagon there,
3: <laughs>
0: and I
1: believe he's one of the better better coaches in the state. I think his dad's on the assistant assistant with him too, Luke Hackett. Yeah, older guy there.
0: Staff, yeah, I, he's one of my favorites in terms of how they play, and but again, a lot of motion, so a lot of motion, yeah. Kyler, your team of the week,
2: I'm gonna go with uh Lauren Central. <clears throat> um, okay. yeah, I mean, they <clears throat> man, I, <clears throat> my uh, my voice is uh, not
1: working this morning, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm right uh, there,
2: but uh. So anyway, yeah, they go in, um, win the Noblesville tournament, um, beat some good teams. I mean, Chesterton, Columbus North, Noblesville um, really shocked me a little bit uh, for them to go in and um, play the way that they did. Um, You know, I think a lot of people kind of wrote them off um, once Kamari Jones kind of he left, but guys like Deshaun Gregg and. Um, all those guys I, they're stepping up and I mean they got Park Tudor up next I think they could beat Park Tutor just by the way that the momentum that they have um but uh yeah give me Lawrence North or Lawrence Central this week I I was very very impressed with them uh going into Noblesville and winning those three games
0: Yeah the way they guard the way they can guard again when when they're engaged they can again they 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 kind of bullied Noblesville for a bit But that was a game that in the second half, it was officiated much differently than it was in the first half, and I don't think it was unfair. But Lawrence Central took and Lawrence Central took full advantage of it, but the the game shifted at halftime, and I, don't, and I don't think the referees made a conscious decision to come out and say, "Hey, we're going to let them play more," but it definitely seemed like um, it, it seemed like they changed how they officiated. But they, they, and, and as well as genre's play, the the health and and the health of Jacob Franklin is, is helping them too. He, I don't know that the games I saw him in Noblesville, he didn't have big games, but he was definitely a threat. But I also, I do know he's had some good games this year. And it's, he was, he was probably viewed as the best prospect of those three kids, Craig and of the three guards. Uh, when he, when they were sophomores, he was the one that was definitely getting the most varsity run. Um, But then Kamari was new to, Lawrence Central that year too so um cuz he came over from Irvington Zach who was your team of the week
3: I'm going to go Center Grove um I like their starting five some tough dudes can shoot it Spellman underneath can be a load good body on him he finished well too around the rim yeah good footwork really good footwork yeah, really good against, footwork against um
0: Who'd they play in the night game?
3: Oh, Warren. Warren. Yeah. yeah. They shut down Hooks. I don't, I don't know that I've seen Hooks play a good game, actually, ever. Unless, I mean, 10 and 9 is not bad, but. And he, maybe I mean, he, how many assists did he have? He had some really nice passes. He had three assists.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's five, an unselfish, sorry, five, He's an, un, an unselfish. Yeah, five assists. He had a, he's an unselfish kid. He, the shoes comment aside, his footwork. He's, he needs to work on his feet when he catches the ball. He's got to do a better job with his feet as the ball comes to him Um, because he's just not ready to – it's just – he's kind of twisted. He's not really square. And I, I, I do think it hurts his ability to, to be more aggressive. But, yeah, I,
3: I'm glad. I mean, I, he definitely – I thought he had a lot of assists in that game. Yep. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah, I just, I guess I don't know if I expect more out of Hook sometimes or what. Take over well, games, got, maybe. Yeah, he's got to, kind of. he's
0: got to be more efficient finishing. I think that goes back to the footwork thing. Yeah. He's so anyway, center, yep. Sorry. Go ahead.
3: No, no, go. Center Grove with, Ankeny and Macomb also just a really solid starting five. Worked hard, made Warren work hard. Uh, very efficient offense. Just really like Center Grove.
0: My team performance, uh, Ben Davis against Penn. I, I thought that the, the – I will say that Burton left a lot on the table in the first half. He had opportunities to, to finish, to stretch their lead out. that I mean, I don't know that they would have been in control of the game, but there was a lot of um, – he was impacted by Dowdy. I was super impressed with, with Burton – his ability to get to anywhere he wanted to go. But what he faced against Ben Davis that he hadn't that he probably hadn't faced yet was just it's quickness everywhere. Even if he gets by his man and they, they couldn't keep him in front of him. Not, I don't know. I couldn't think of one time they could keep him in front, but there was always somebody else there. Ben Davis is very good defensively. They're very physical. Uh, they they do try to disrupt you. They're not just they're not packing things in, um, you know. And and credit to you know credit to Ben Davis too. It wasn't just Dowdy. I mean you know finishing over Doughty is a, is an ordeal. Um, but I mean Zachary blocked Burton shot twice. Um, was it Wyndham? Got him to do, helped on a, in a on a transition drive and and got him to ball on the rim basically and it was got it wedged wedged up in between the rim and the backboard there yeah, was never that was Butler huh I think that was, oh, that Clay, was Clay Butler, Clay on Clay Butler. Butler? Yeah. yeah I thought Clay would have come out guarding him because he has been the one that they've put on tougher assignments but but Zachary hasn't started because you know the games I've seen because Windham had been healthy this was the Wyndham did play and he he made a difference uh, but they were still starting Zachary, and I'm, I'm sure they're just sort of easing Wyndham back in. Nice to have that option when you the guy you bring off the bench to start ends up being the MVP of the tournament. So and Zachary was impressive um, all around with his his defensive his defensive ability, his length. Uh, he shot the ball pretty decently. Uh, he definitely can finish. Uh, you know, he he gets any sort of lane, he can finish. And, you know, he was um, – I mean, he was he was the MVP of the event. So he obviously played, played well. Um, but, yeah, anytime Burton would get by his guy, there would be somebody else there waiting on him. And I think that's the part that he's not used to having to deal with at the quality level that Ben Davis provides. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think he –
3: not many schools, high schools in Indiana do provide, right? Like,
0: right. And you know, you think about it, what he did against Zionsville. I mean, Nick Rehart, 6'9, he's going to Division I schools pretty much the same level. It's the same level that Dowdy's going to. And, but he's not as athletic as, as Zane. He's not as, he doesn't seem to be as long as Zane. Um, I don't know if that's impacted by the fact that, that Zane's body's a little bit better than than Nick's. Um, but you know, I've just always thought that Zane was a was one of the tremendous big man defender and just that much better defensively than than Rehart. Now Rehart did a great job against Badunga. Um but we're also talking about a little bit of difference of helping and you know, being a rim protector on you know, on kids the caliber of Burton. But so yeah, Ben Davis, my team of the week.
3: Zach, your player of the week, kind of know where yep. this is going. Yep, staying in Kokomo, going back to catchings. Or your player performance, I guess.
0: Then at the yep, NBA, player 39, of the week.
3: 39 against Kokomo. Efficient 39, 14 of 21. <clears throat> Scored a lot at the rim. Made some nice moves to get around Badunga at the rim, too, to finish some tricky layups. Uh, finished over Bedunga a couple times. Knocked down some threes. Just – he had it all on display, a really smooth operator too. Sneaky quick. I feel like he just, he looks, when you see him warming up, he looks like a, like a JV kid, even like just the way he looks. I mean, just baby face, I guess is what you want to call him, right? Like baby face. He's got, he's got, thin,
0: he's got thin shoulders and he's going <laughs> to, yeah. that's going to be a thing. And the lucky now he's, he's good. <laughs> Have these conversations about kids and they, they sound strange, but, he's pretty thick from the waist down like he's got strong legs and so i am I'm, I'm hopeful that he's going to be able to put on weight and maintain it and not break down right we've had this discussion before about kids you look at their frame it, can they add weight quality weight not the weight i've been adding but can they add quality weight functional weight and and not break down i mean Sometimes you, you gain so much weight, you gain so much bulk, your body can't handle it. I mean, I think that's Anthony Davis for the Lakers. <laughs> I mean, I know he's been in, he was injury prone a little bit before that, but but as he started to really bulk up, he became more injury prone. Um Greg Oden, same thing. I mean, I can go back to I can start naming guys, I'm not going to, but I can name other guys that their body Started to add just a, a lot of weight because they felt like they needed to, and it didn't work out. And I think he's going to have to figure that out. Purdue will obviously do a great job of, of managing that. But, but everybody's like, oh, he's super thin. He's super thin. Well, not not from the waist down. Got some hips on him. Got his aunt's, his, got his aunt's hips and her oh strong ass legs. And <laughs> if you don't know her, Anna's Tamika Catchings probably one of the best women's basketball players in the history of the game.
3: Uh, but, but yeah, he's a yeah, sneaky, quick explosive gets around he, guys pretty easily.
0: He does look unassuming in the layup line, right? Yeah. Thank you. Until yeah. you seem, <laughs> until you seem jump. He did everything that game, but dunk on Badunga. Oh, I know it. Darn it. And, and post up. Yeah. Didn't get a lot. I mean, every now and then he'll post up a mismatch, but they just weren't ever going to have Badunga far enough away from the paint or away from the basket to get that done. I, again, Brownsburg's game plan was brilliant, and it, it yep. clearly worked.
3: Didn't hurt that. The... Go ahead, Dominique. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna say oh, they have were... the guy They have the dudes that can can uh, obviously do that game plan too because they. It was they, everybody played well.
0: Well, Diallo they're guards. Played well, yeah. Their guards, Poorath and yeah, and Thompson and, and Coach Lynch's son JD. He hit a big three one time. Yeah, they're they're tough kids. I mean, they're they're kids that play other sports. They're they're kids that are physical. You know, JD Lynch Lynch's kid plays football. All five foot six of him. He's a football player, and they're number one. They were the number one team in the state heading into state tournament. So they've got some toughness, and, and again they, they play teams. You know if you if again they they play teams that who rely to some degree on live ball turnovers, and if you can't turn them over, then you're going to struggle with them because they they execute what they're doing, and, they're, and they have guys who can make shots. and And Diallo didn't have a great game against Kokomo, but he just didn't have to because Catchings was in a was in a zone. He was, he, God, he, he was, was impressive. Up. Yep. <clears throat> Dominique, what was your player performance?
1: Yeah, Douglin Sullivan at Marion. Yeah. He he took over that game, and Fisher's definitely could not um, contain him or keep him from getting to the rim. He also, had, I mean, he had a good tournament overall. He hit a game winner against Valpo as well uh, to win that game. But, but yeah, he. Like I said in my game, he didn't. He hit his free throws, but he, I think he might have hit one mid-range jumper. But he didn't really shoot from out at all. Everything was just at the rim, right hand, left hand, around guys, creative finishes, and he was uh, he was really, he was really good. That's Zach's godson. You're talking about there, That's right. <laughs> and he can, he can, not really, but sh- sh- he can <laughs> shoot from out a little bit as well, right, Zach?
3: Oh yeah, definitely. He can knock yeah. down threes. Yep, all right.
1: What was funny was
0: his freshman year he was that's what he was doing.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean played with Ivy, right?
3: No. Wait. Ivy didn't graduate from pitt Marion, he was at Lalo.
0: No, no, but Ivy was there his Sullivan's freshman year.
3: Was yeah. he not? No. I don't think so.
0: As a freshman though, he was a spot up shooter for the most part, was he not? Yeah, yeah.
1: I thought Ivy was there his freshman year. He might have is, like... is his brother left handed, Zach. Uh yes. Okay, he played a little bit too, and yep. did a couple little things. But he never like shot from outside. He scored at the rim a couple times, and I couldn't. Uh, I thought he was left-handed, but I couldn't yeah. tell.
3: Yep, he is sophomore. <clears throat> yeah, a little smaller, right? Yeah, um, he's a little smaller for sure.
0: Yeah, Kyler, you're on mute. But who's your uh, player performance?
1: Yeah, player I wouldn't. I-
2: <clears throat> Went on mute because there's some <laughs> construction going on downstairs. Oh, so. really? Nice. Yeah, so I didn't know if you could hear it. But anyway, can't, uh, can't for the record. So, uh, uh, anyway, uh, my guy was Sam Orm. Um, had 33 points. Um, mm-hmm. out of the out of the 48 total points that Carmel scored on Anderson, um, Jim, you were there, so you can comment as well on his performance. But I mean, he was uh, he was getting anything he wanted. Um, mm-hmm. If it wasn't for him, uh, I think Anderson could have picked up the win there. But um, shot the ball well from outside, like you would expect him to. Um, got to the basket pretty easily, made some plays around the rim. Um, overall, just a really good performance, the type of performance you would expect out of him. Um, always been a big fan of Sam. Um, love the way he plays. Love love his length on the wing. Um, just putting up numbers like this, this is what, like, you, you looked at him for Carmel this year, he looked to be the guy, and he's playing like the guy right now. So a uh, good week for Sam. Paint
0: touches are key for Carmel. By hook or by crook, man, paint touches. Um, penetration, curl cuts, rejecting ball screens. Uh, they were more aggressive in the second half. They they came out shooting a little, little looser and it completely opened the game up. And then as Anderson extended their defense, that's when you saw Orm especially take full advantage of it because him coming off a curl or him coming off any type of screen, you, you've got to pick your poison with him. And, you know, he's, that kind of puts him a little bit one step above Suter in terms of his shot making is his range makes him a little bit of a tougher guard there. Plus his, I mean, obviously he's three inches taller too, but, but, yeah, he was wonderful in the second half of that game. Carnival was really good in the second half of that game. I mean, it, it went from being down to winning pretty easily. And all of it was just the amount of pressure they put on people when they can get paint touches in the various ways they do. All right, mine's, I'm off the board a little bit because I let Zach have catchings. I'll let Kyler have Orm. We don't necessarily always have to have separate guys, but – Cordell Edwards from Warren Central completely changed the dynamic of the of the Cathedral Warren Central game. He was he controlled the game defensively, and it's the first time I had seen a player do that since kid that I coached, Darian Ringo, who who played at Brownsburg, graduated in 2015. It was the best individual defensive performance I've I I've really ever seen, or I've seen for a long time. I should say. And and I'll say this, Zachary and Ben Davis, not far behind. uh, You know, but there was no getting by Edwards for the Cathedral guards. And I don't know if Cathedral's getting the kind of guard play we thought they were going to get out of Goff and and Kennedy and and, um, Slaughter Um, because they really struggled with Warren Central's pressure. They struggled to get into – cathedral into anything they struggled to maintain the ball and you know warren's kind of slowly climbed back in that game and then it was sort of back and forth there late and obviously the game went double overtime so um that that continued (laughs) well after i left um but yeah cordell edwards deserves a lot of praise for change the dynamic of that game and he did he start against garen do you do you know who started kyler
2: I think I think he did. Uh, thinking back to it, I think he's part of that starting unit.
0: And if Snodgrass was in, if if Snodgrass wasn't in uniform, there's a good chance probably he's injured. He probably didn't play in any of those games. Played against Cathedral. So I don't know what the injury would be, but but Edwards, if he's he's probably filled that starting spot. He was great against Cathedral, and he was feisty against Center Grove, but he just wasn't the same intensity level. But again, that was her fourth game. So all right, where's everybody going this week? You a couple games you think are worthy and anybody? Nobody's going going Hamm- to games.
3: Going to Hammond this week. Yeah. Yeah, East Chicago Central.
0: Are are guys in school this week?
3: Maybe like half the week. Half the week? Like Thursday, Friday, potentially. We have all week off again, but some schools go back Thursday, I think. Do they?
0: Yeah.
1: Dominic, what games are you looking forward to this week? Friday night's not looking great as far as games. It seems like all the good teams are playing the bottom bottom feeders. Um, But Saturday I'm going to go to the uh, Concordia at black, black Hawk Christian. Yeah, I was just looking at
0: that,
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go to that game on Saturday, and then I might, <laughs> I don't know if I should go to Wayne and Northside. That'd be the best game Friday night around here, but I know Northside at Jordan Green is still out, and last I knew at that trying stuff that went on this past week, Jackson Fugate was, wasn't playing there either, so they had a bunch of oh, JV kids started and another kid yeah. that doesn't really even play, so I don't they, no, they, they still want won that thing.
3: They still won that thing, didn't they?
1: They no. They got beat by Michigan City. I think. Oh, okay. Did they? Okay. Yeah, they beat somebody, and then they. I don't know. I don't know how that thing worked. It seemed like was that a was that just a? There wasn't a tournament. Was it a tournament? I, don't I have no clue. Do they not have pools? I have no clue because like what they did Black, in Homestead, Blackhawk played one game, and everyone else played two, or. So I have no clue what what was going on there. Blackhawk and West Noble played against each other and that was it. Everyone else played two games. Hmm. So I don't <laughs> think it was a tournament. I don't know what it was, to be honest. Just
0: like a Well, that's fine. Yeah, that's
1: but yeah, I don't I don't think I'm gonna go to that game on Friday. I'll probably just be Saturday there.
0: Yeah, good Mick games coming up. Kyler, what, what do you got? What are you looking at this week?
2: Um, I, uh, I think I might on Friday go to the Bishop Chattard at Garen Catholic game. Um, and then Saturday I've got a few options written down Westfield and Carmel. Um, I might go down to Bedford or because there's an IU game on Sunday, uh, morning or Sunday around noon. So I might do that. So I might be going to Shelbyville and Greensburg. Might go check that out. Um, (laughs) On Saturday night, but yeah, I've got I got a few options here. I just gotta nail it down which ones I want to go to. Yeah, Carmel Westfield will be a good one
0: Saturday. Yeah, What's
2: Play today, Center Grove Friday.
0: Play Center Grove Friday. Yep. That's a nice.
1: Tough weekend.
0: Yeah, it's a tough weekend for Carmel. Every weekend's tough, and that on those <laughs> damn schedules. All those, all those team schedules. I mean, Lawrence yeah. plays Warren Central. I mean, it's
2: all right.
0: Tuesday night, I don't know. There's there's some decent games. Some decent games Tuesday night. Something tells me I end up at... Um, not Sullivan. Something tells me I end up at Noblesville at Pike. I'm going to go to Sullivan and try to find out who the Barstool guy is. <laughs> Noblesville at
3: Pike. The witch hunt going on.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> that, that'll be a good one. Fishers, Lafayette, Jeff. That was a game I saw last year. It was fun watching uh, Harrelson play at Garb Buchanan. Columbia City at Northwood. We got anybody going to that game?
3: come on, That's going to be great. What (laughs) night's that? Tuesday night? Tuesday. Yeah. Trying to go to the East Chicago Hammond game to see Dominique. Dominique's guy, Dominique. (laughs) Oh, that'd be fine.
0: That'd be a good game. Yeah, that'd be good.
3: Nobody's talking about him this year, and he's averaging like 24 a game. Are they winning? I, nope. I don't know how they're doing I don't that. think so. <laughs> no. I didn't say they were good. I just said he's averaging 24 points. Right,
1: right. Two and six, it looks
3: like. He's a sophomore, so we'll see. Hammond's got some dudes, so that's good. They do,
0: yeah. Jordan Wood's still there. They got a couple of younger guys.
3: He's committed to play football, I think, Eastern Illinois.
1: <clears throat> Jordan is? Yeah. Is he really? Why did I not know that? I don't know. Hey, Zach, West, Westview and LaVille on Friday, Alma Maters. I know. Uh-oh. Might, might
3: hit that up on Friday just for fun. <laughs> the Whistler.
1: Lock, <laughs> lock horns.
0: Yep. Box Out Sports. Oh, I, just, I kind of said where I was going. Box Out Sports is a leading online graphic solution, giving you the ability to create professional content in seconds to highlight your team, student-athletes this season you can sign up for a free demo at boxoutsports.com and thank you for listening to the Courts courtside in indiana podcast if you listen every week we certainly do appreciate it if not please hit the subscribe or add button on your podcast app to get them delivered straight to your phone tablet or desktop as always we would appreciate a rating and review mm-hmm. five star ratings are greatly appreciated we got a we got like a one star rating who, who did we who did we upset what?
3: come on oh it's probably right solid. It's all bar stool.
0: No, we'll get no we'll get flooded by them now. We'll get by flooded, we'll get two negative reviews.
3: It's probably those North <laughs> Davy North Davy fans you're getting all over.
1: Them are Valpo, Zach.
3: Yeah, geez.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't I don't have a dislike of Valpo. No, Zach's always going against Valpo. Oh, Zach's against, always against I'm going about against to Valpo. pick against them again this week. <laughs> Let's see where we go. Another one star coming. <laughs> Jeez.
3: All right, I'll stay away from them this week.
1: <laughs> As always, we'd appreciate a rating
0: review. You can reach us directly at our Courts at Indiana, Twitter and Instagram at CourtsideIND. That's i n d. Locks of the week. Dominique, how'd you do last week? You had Homestead over Munster. That did not go well. Fishers over Marion.
1: 0 oh for 2, Jim. Over oh 2. Zach that. had Chesterton
0: yep. over Lawrence Central. That did not go well. Riley over Center Grove. That definitely did not go well. <laughs> <laughs> Kyler, can't pick with your heart, Zach. can't pick with oh, your heart.
1: Yeah, Kyler
0: man. had Nobles, Noblesville over Northridge. That went well. North Davies over Blackhawk. That did not. Wait.
3: Blackhawk
0: went, Black well. went,
2: yeah, that that went well. 2-0? Yeah. Heck yeah. I picked Carmel those, over those Anderson.
1: Ones, a little weak one, though. Yeah, I was saying
0: weak. Ones. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Uh,
1: Kyler. We were just messing with him. <laughs> oh. That's why he's 2-0. Me. They're weak.
0: Carmel, I picked Carmel over Anderson. You know, Carmel beaten, hasn't lost to Anderson since 2002. There was a time in my life when we could never beat Anderson. And that would include the regional. I mean, Carmel won a lot of sectionals when I was a kid, and we'd get to Anderson every year and get beat, usually by Anderson. Pick ben, Penn over Ben Davis, missed that one. I think I'm just going to pick against Ben Davis every week. So if, when they finally do lose a game, then I'll be like, "Yeah, I was right. I called it." That might not happen, Jim. That, yeah, I know. I don't
1: think they'll run the table. I, you you sent that message in our Slack, and and I don't. I, I don't, don't think they'll. I don't. I don't. I mean, it's they might not, but I think they have a team that could do it. Yeah,
0: I mean, obviously, the win state, you got to run that table, but yeah. And obviously,
1: fourteen. If you look it. at their, if you look at their schedule, you know the the first, I guess you say half of the season their schedule is a lot tougher than it is in the back half so that's what they're coming up on so it's tough all the way through but if you look at the first half to the second half the first half's definitely tougher
0: yeah but they still they got, got Carmel the, though at Carmel yeah
1: North Lawrence Central North, this weekend
0: Lawrence North they got the county tournament that's going to be the yeah yeah and but they're going to be motivated they're going to want that
1: yeah they're, they they're going to want that yeah they were, weren't they up big on North Central last year, and then North Central came roaring back and won somehow? I
2: don't uh.
1: I believe that's what happened in the championship. Let's
0: let's find out. Let's check it out. Yeah, they lost in overtime. That. They lost in overtime to North Central.
1: They were up like 20-something on them, too.
0: And they had a pretty easy way going through it. They blew mm-hmm. out some teams before that. They blew out Lawrence North. They blew out Park Tudor. Yeah. They blew out Pike. And then North Central it, came back and got them.
1: Yeah, I remember that. So they'll be hungry to get that.
0: I mean, they lost Lawrence North during the regular season. They lost overtime at Carmel
1: last year. They beat Cathedral at the Cathedral. The Carmel game the was regular. the Mark
0: Zachary come out. It was the, the breaking out the whatever, you know. He was wonderful against Carmel. I'm like, God, we're going to get beat by a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty good. <laughs> He was pretty good. He was a guard and suitor and checking him up. And and then Pete went in, I'm a senior. I'm just going to get buckets and kind of willed Carmel's way back in it. And then they won it in overtime. It was like a six-point game with a minute to go. Zachary was, was outstanding during that stretch. Up at that point, he played a vast majority of his minutes for JV. So, all right, locks of the week. Zach, who you're locked. All
3: right, I'm going Blackhawk over St. Joe on Tuesday. I'm gonna say Harrison's gonna stay undefeated, and they're, they're gonna be Lake eight and one Lake Lake Central on Friday. So Zach was what now? Blackhawk over St. Joe.
1: Blackhawk. <laughs> Sorry, I was getting. Is it we calling that one weak, Kyler? That's gonna be a weak uh... one. For sure, I gotta get right. <laughs> Blackhawk over
0: yeah.
2: St. Joe. What was the other one? <laughs>
3: I got uh, Lafayette Harrison over Lake Central. That's a good one.
0: Dominic, who you got?
1: I got Evansville Christian going to Bloomfield and winning. Ooh. That's a good one. And then I got University winning at home over Covenant Christian.
0: Zach. Or Kyler.
2: I got I got Fishers going on the road to beat Pike. And then I'm gonna go Jennings County beat Center Grove on Saturday. There you
0: go.
1: Jennings is
2: undefeated. Yeah, Jennings undefeated. undefeated.
1: Yeah. I figured you'd be at that Bedford and South Knox game, your South Knox (laughs) squad there, Kyler. (laughs) <laughs> I do like me some South Knox
2: defense. <laughs> no, the next, the next Bedford game I'm going to is the 13th and they play uh, County or yeah, I think County rival Mitchell. So uh,
0: you guys I'm on keep South talking I figure, out right. my, figure out my, figure out my locks. So I'm, go go for... over, I'm going to right. Noblesville over Pike. That's a bigger deal. Cause at that Pike.
3: What else do I got? Center Grove goes south for stuff, right? State stuff. State, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's the one thing. that Kokomo, all those teams go south. the The final, the final four teams, the other three teams go south. Brownsburg goes south. Center Grove goes south. Warren Central goes south. So Kokomo ain't gonna have to see anybody. Any of those teams until then. Of course, they've got the winner of sectional. If they win their sectional, they got the winner of sectional eight, which would be obviously Carmel, Noblesville, Fishers, or Zionsville, probably. Um,
3: ben Davis I mean, I goes south, too.
0: Ben Davis definitely goes south, yeah. All of Marion County goes south Yeah, okay. at the 4A level. Going um nah, Carmel over Westfield. <laughs> that Carmel.
1: was that your second one?
0: Yeah, P- Noblesville oh. over Pike was the
1: – Noblesville, gotcha.
0: I ca- I'm kind of trying to pick games I'm going to, I guess. I don't know that that necessarily matters. But I think I'm going to Carmel Westfield on Saturday. Greenfield at Mount Vernon on Friday. Haven't seen my boy Moles yet play
1: yet this year. Playing against they, the Young Guns. At,
0: yeah, uh, and the games I, I the games I've seen him play I, the same games I saw him, I'll see him I saw him play last year that just later in the year. They've, they've moved a couple of those games to later in the year for some reason. Not that it, it truly matters, but I haven't seen him play yet. And I need to get down and see Higsey at Evansville Rights. I'm not sure when that's going to happen. Yes. May have to wait for end of the year, get some good weather luck. All right, guys, anything else? That's it for me. That's it. The new year is upon us. We are officially 2023. We've got football all day. Boom. Big 10 went 0-2 yesterday.
3: Is your fantasy lineup set for championship weekend?
0: I was eliminated in week one, even though I was the leading scoring team in the league. Oh.
2: The... I'm in the championship game, and I've got to start Gardner Minshew. Nice. So, Brad,
1: mm. That's not
3: a problem. <laughs> I had to start back on Thursday. That hurt.